Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Giving you the picture, the real big St. Louis sports picture. It's BK and Ferrario, live from the Car Shield Studio on 101 ESPN. He's Alex Ferrario, and that's Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. We are now out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to talk to Melissa Locker. She's a writer for the Athletic Bay Area. We've been talking a lot about the pitching market this offseason and just how expensive it has suddenly become. I mean, you saw Noah Syndergaard get $21 million. Uh, yesterday, Justin Verlander signed a two-year deal worth $50 million. Eduardo Rodriguez got paid a hefty sum. Uh, it's going to be expensive to add a starter via free agency. So maybe the Cardinals turn their attention to the trade market instead. Melissa, that's where I wanted to start with you today. And thanks so much for joining us. The A's are a team that has been rumored to potentially have some starters available on the open market. How likely do you think it is that they start selling off some of their starters? Yeah, you know, I think that um, there probably is a pretty strong um, probability that they'll move at least one of their top three starters, if not all three of them. I think it probably depends a little bit on how the rest of this offseason breaks down and maybe what the collective bargaining agreement ends up being, uh, if they can get that done before the end of the offseason. But, um, you know, they've got two guys in Chris Bassett and, and Sean Manaya who are in their final year of arbitration eligibility. And so those guys, I think, would probably be the most likely to move in terms of, you know, the fact that if they don't think they're going to contend next year and they're not likely to be able to re-sign them in free agency, it probably makes sense to try to get something for them, especially, as you said, in a market where they're far less expensive and probably just as effective as some of the guys that are signing. Um, Frankie Montas is the guy who might get the most in return. Uh, He's got two more years of arbitration eligibility. And really the second half of the season, there were only a couple of... American League starters that were better than him on a start-by-start basis. So it'll be interesting to see how it breaks out, but I have to imagine that the contracts that you referenced, uh, you know, really do make this a a seller's market when um, you're looking at starting pitching if you're going to be, you know, in the ace position at this point. So, Melissa, what is the cost going to look like, at least from what the athletics are looking at? Because, you know, Sean Mania is the one that we've talked a lot about here in St. Louis, and we were just talking with Robert Murray earlier in our show, and he said he's kind of like the the bell of the ball right now because everyone in Major League Baseball would want a guy like that. Are the athletics in a position to command top prospects for these guys? Yeah, I, I don't see why they couldn't be because it's not like 
any of those three guys' contracts are going to be so prohibitively expensive that they can't carry them if they needed to. Um, you know, there are other areas they could cut salary from and trade from if they were deciding to hold on to those cards. So um, certainly I think they're going to get what they would ask for. Now, what that package looks like, you know, may be different than what, you know, people are sort of speculating. A lot of times I think, you know, fans in particular will kind of look at like, what's baseball America's top 10 prospects for this organization. And we should get prospects one, seven and eight for this, you know, guy. And it doesn't really work that way. A lot of it is assessments from internal evaluations of who they think would help the team, not only now, but in the future. And the A's traditionally have sort of looked at, um, packages where they get somebody that can help them right away, and then uh, a couple of prospects that they can build with uh, for future kind of windows. So um, I would I would expect volume over uh, a one for one. Although you know you never really know, but I, I, that's kind of how I would look at a package. The Cardinals have a starting shortstop uh, named Paul DeYoung who might be available this offseason. He has a couple of years left of guaranteed control and then a couple of team options after that. The next two years are about $15 million in total. I think it's $6 million this year and 9 the year after that. He had a really rough year a year ago, but he is a shortstop that's hit 30 home runs in his past, and he does still have some upside available in him. Do you think he would be the type of player that the A's might be interested in and buying low on him in a trade like this for Sean Manaya, Or do you think they would be hesitant to do so given the money that is guaranteed to a guy like Paul DeYoung? Yeah, I think it would have to be a more creative uh, package for DeYoung to be included because of the money. I mean, the A's budget is significantly smaller than, um, you know, most of the budgets in, in Major League Baseball. And so even at reasonable cost, which I think DeYoung's contract is pretty reasonable from what his past history, you know, would have indicated, is kind of prohibitively expensive. There are, though, ways that maybe you could see it happen where perhaps if you put Shamanaya and say Elvis Andrews, who's got one more year at 14 million owed to him next year in the same package that would defray some of the cost of, you know, taking on DeYoung's contract in, in a package return for that. Um, but I don't think that would be necessarily who they would be targeting. I think, you know, something more along the lines of, and I'm not saying this is the guy they would target specifically, but like a Nolan Gorman type player who's getting close to the big leagues and, um, you know, could be sort of a, a future centerpiece two or three years down the road would be more the center of what they would be looking for for a package. So with that being said, Melissa, give give me a little more insight into Sean Mania because, I mean, mm-hmm. this past season he, he was sensational. I think he started, what, 32 games for him, but the two years prior it was a little bit different for him. What does a, a guy who's going into his final year of arbitration provide a team if the Cardinals were to trade for him? And first of all, he's one of the best guys in baseball in terms of just his personality, his energy. Um, I think he's a guy that, you know, people really rally around in a clubhouse. So he's somebody that will be in addition, not only to a pitching staff, but also to a clubhouse. So I think that's something that, you know, I think the Cardinals have always valued. And certainly he's a guy that can do that Um, when he's healthy. And he has been the last year. He's a workhorse kind of guy. I mean, even if he gives up a couple of runs early, you still expect him to get into that sixth inning, that seventh inning. Um, which I think is pretty rare in this game. Um, His velocity was up a little bit last year, which is a really good sign because he had major shoulder surgery in uh, the end of 2018. And so that's why he missed most of 2019. And then 2020 was a little more uneven for him. But I think, you know, towards the end of 2020, it started to click back to where he had been before the surgery. And you really saw that um, kind of come into play, you know, this last season where, uh, you know, he had a handful of poor starts, but the majority of them were really, really good starts. 
Do you think they're going to be looking more for young pitching in return or more position player side of things in return? Because the Cardinals have a lot of young pitching that's right on the cusp of being up. But on the position player side, like you mentioned, Nolan Gorman, I just I would be very, very surprised if they were willing to uh, trade a guy like that. Yeah, no, and you're right. And I was just more of an example of kind of <laughs> what they were, what they would aim for less than who they would actually probably sure. get. But yeah, um, young pitching is definitely something that they could use, um, especially if they're going to be dealing, you know, one or, or you know, even two or three of their top starters. They've got a couple of guys in AAA who could probably move in, but they don't have a lot of depth beyond that um, at that AA, AAA level that's ready to kind of compete for a big league spot at any point in 2022. Um, so somebody who's got a year or two of uh, professional experience who looks ready to kind of get into those upper levels and maybe make uh, a big league debut towards the end of this season would certainly be, I think, the type of pitchers they would be looking for. Uh, dynamic relief arms, too, is sort of a secondary part of a package. They, they don't have a lot of those in their system right now um and that would be something i think they would also probably look to add so in terms of return on these guys that are available we mentioned sean Manaya, and i know bk brought up bassett as well and you mentioned olsen it looks like they're, they're pretty much looking at the roster and saying look everyone's up for grabs right now who do you think melissa is going to give the most return in a trade if they were going to go ahead and look at everybody i think matt olsen and matt chapman are the two guys that would give the most in return just given the fact that they are, you know, further from uh, free agency and, you know, really are kind of cornerstone players. You can build around them the way you build around a Nolan Arenado or you build around a Paul Goldschmidt. Um, so those would be the guys that would probably net the most. I'm not 100% sure that those are the guys that they would move. I think of the three pitchers, Frankie Montas probably gets the most in return because he does have that extra year. And his stuff has always just been so tantalizing. And the fact that it came together for him this year, you sort of think maybe he's just actually starting to become who he's going to be last question here melissa when you look at what the future is going to hold for sean Manaya, do you think he gets dealt like if you were projecting this thing forward do you think he gets dealt and do you from your eyes think the cardinals would be a fit for that trade given what they have down in the farm system right now yeah, I do. I, I, I do think he probably is going to be traded because he's a Scott Boris client in the last year of arbitration eligibility. And so he's not going to sign an extension before free agency. And that's just sort of the death knell for the A's in mm-hmm. terms of being able to retain somebody. Um, and I think he'd be a great fit for the Cardinals. You know, he's a winner and that he'd be with playoff experience, with pennant race experience and Midwest kid. And I think, um, you know, he'd be a fantastic fit. And I do think the Cardinals have a good match with their farm system. She's Melissa Lockhart. You can find her work over at the Athletic Bay area. You can also follow her on Twitter at her name, Melissa Lockard, L-O-C-K-A-R-D. Melissa, thanks so much for the time today. We really do appreciate it. And hopefully we'll be talking with you again soon. Okay. Thanks so much. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, 
for the ones who get it done.